Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is the Frey Podcast, brought to you by thefrey.com, a place for women who want more from life. Today's podcast is a solo episode and I'm going to be sharing with you a very simple, simple but doesn't always mean easy, um, but a simple more or less approach to life and defining and refining what it is that you want more of and what it is that you really need and want less of. It's really great in life when we have very specific, clear goals. You know, there are certain seasons of our life where we have something that is top of mind that we're striving towards achieving. But then we also have seasons in life where we're kind of not, like we're not actively striving towards one clear thing. And often like the noise of life And when I say noise, I mean literal noise, but also figurative noise in terms of, you know, the things that are making bids for your attention, your commitments, your adult responsibilities. It might be parenting. It might be studying all of the things, like all of the things that we carry as part of our mental load. And I'm sure you know what I, what I'm meaning there, you know, how we have all of these tabs opened and life can just get noisy. And so this approach that I want to introduce you to, and let me know if it feels good for you, if it's helpful, um, is really, really simple, as I said, but that doesn't mean that it's necessarily easy. And it might not be easy because sitting down and really being confronted what with what you want more of and what you want less of can be a lot. Like it can be a lot to actually sit down and do a bit of a check-in with your life, but that's what it's all about. So rather than going, okay, what are your clear specific goals? You know, what's your five-year plan? What's your one-year plan? It's like just actually taking stock of where you are at in your life right now in this current season in a very simple way. So when I have asked people just in my real life, um, what they're overall goal is in life. Often people will say like, I just want to be happy. You know, I just want to be happy. Um, or if you ask parents, what do you want for your kids? I want them to be happy. And that's a very surface level, nice answer. It is a nicety to wish happiness for people. Um, but happiness is fleeting. Happiness comes and it goes, and it's not a state that you can always be in, nor should you want to always be in happiness. Because if you're not experiencing the negative emotions, as the Queen Brene Brown says, you know, like if you're numbing negative emotions, you're not going to experience the full height or the full depth, the full range of the more positive emotions. So it's important that we have all of the things happening, you know, sometimes we feel happy, sometimes we don't. But 
when you think about like what do you want for yourself in this life and you go a little bit deeper than happiness, what is it for you? You know, is it that you want to feel successful? Do you want to feel contented? Do you want to feel valued? Um, Is it fulfillment? You know, I think ultimately a lot of the things that we might want to feel in our life does come back to fulfillment. And I can remember years ago, I asked the question on Instagram, how many of you are feeling fulfilled? Now, of course, this is not a proper um, clinical study. It's just anecdotal. But so many replies were like, no, I don't feel fulfilled. It was something ridiculous, like only 2% of people who replied said that they felt fulfilled. And it kind of made me think, I don't necessarily think it's a life problem, not feeling fulfilled. Hear me out. I think it's a definition problem and a focus problem because we all have a definition of what success means to us. And I've spoken about this so many times, so sorry, I'll make it quick. But if you have a either subconscious definition of success or a purposefully curated and, um, you know, really thought out version of success that doesn't align with your current season of life, you are going to continually feel like you're falling short. So what I mean by that is if you grew up in a household where the subconscious messaging or the very clear, like very direct messaging around success was about the amount of money that you made or about reaching a certain education level, right? So maybe in your family, they were all like, to be successful, you have to be a doctor, which is just a very kind of cliche first thing that came to mind. Or maybe in your family, like being success was living, being successful, excuse me, is living off the grid and living off the land and needing absolutely nothing. Two opposite ends of the spectrum, perhaps, but the exact same thing. We all have an idea of what success is, whether it's something that we think about often or it just kind of runs in the background there of our mind. And the thing is, we go through current different like seasons of life. We're always moving. We're never stagnant. And there are going to be seasons of your life that might accidentally or on purpose align with that definition of success. And then there might be seasons where it's not possible. It's not possible to do those things just because something else is going on for you in life. So you might find yourself feeling like you're a bit lackluster or you're not quite just a general sense of unfulfillment because you can't physically meet that version of success. So it's very important at different stages of our life to recalibrate and redefine on purpose what success is for us. What is success in this current moment? Sometimes success is just getting through the day with your newborn. Sometimes success is climbing the corporate ladder. Sometimes success is making it through a hard patch in a relationship. Whatever whatever it is, you get to choose. Um, but if you don't choose and then that subconscious programming of what success is just runs in the background, you might end up feeling like there is just not enough um hours in the day that you could potentially ever feel fulfilled or successful. And that is a shame. And that's why I mean, it's not necessarily a life problem. It's more of a definition and perception problem. Now that said, 
yes, absolutely define what success is for you. Even if you need to pause this podcast right now and kind of check in with yourself, you know, um, and I can give you an example, like a very personal example I can share with you. For me, when I had the boys and I started a business, success was being able to be with my kids as much as possible. Success for me was never maximum business growth when my kids were little. And I totally respect and admire people that that's their North star, but it wasn't for me. So, you know, in the past when a business coach might say to me, oh, like you had so much potential in this area, but you didn't capitalize on it. I don't actually feel bad at all about that because that was never what success was for me. So it's a real gift. Like it's a real gift to give to yourself. Now, the other thing that happens in different seasons of our life, sometimes we have very clear metrics, you know, very clear goals and things that we want to achieve that we're striving towards, but sometimes we don't. Sometimes it is just that noise um, that kind of fills up our life. And before we know it, we're just going through the motions. I'm sure a lot of you can relate to feeling like your life sometimes is a bit like Groundhog Day or feeling like the moment you wake up, you're kind of just going through the motions until you can get back into bed at night. You know, like you're just filling that space with all of the tasks and not necessarily with purpose and intention and recognition of what's going on, of what's happening for you in your life. And so if you can relate to not having a very clear specific goal right now that you're striving towards, but just like a general sense of overwhelm and kind of lack of purpose, lack of fulfillment, all of those things, I think this more or less approach could be helpful for you. You know, it's not going to be a one size fit approach for everyone, but I really like it. So fingers crossed it's helpful for someone out there. It's all just about refining and defining what your top priorities are in life. Because if we don't actually know what our top priorities are, we can't map our actions towards it. Now, the blueprint program from thefray.com will talk you through how to identify your top core values. That program in the second section um, is all about that. There's an activity in there that you will go through and you are going to finish that activity, which does it won't take that long. Um, and then you'll be able to know like your three words, your three or five words that are your top core values. So if you don't know those, definitely grab the blueprint program because it's going to be like the little unlock to that section for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. But this episode... It's all about connecting with and identifying what you want more of and what you want less of. Because if we don't identify it, we don't know. We just keep steamrolling. So number one in the three-step process is to sit down, pen and paper, or use your device, whatever suits you. And I want you to draw two columns, like 
a table on either side, columns, you know what I mean. Um, or you can do like bubbles or completely different pages, whatever. It doesn't matter, but you just need a clear division. And on one column or section, you're going to write the words more. And on the other, you're going to write the words less. Very simple, <laughs> told you, simple, but doesn't mean easy. Now, what I want you to do when you have a spare moment, and maybe you do sit down and do this all in one go, or maybe you just leave it on the bench and you add to it as things pop into your mind, but start writing down what you want more of and what you want less of. Now, the key here is that you get to spew it all out. It can be something that seems really insignificant, like something really, really minor. You know, maybe it's like you want less small talk at the coffee shop. Maybe it's like something like that or less of like a bland breakfast. I don't know. I'm trying to think small here, but maybe it will be big things as well. You know, like more, maybe you want more of a sense of freedom, more of a sense of adventure, more laughter, more time to yourself, more romance, more um, girlfriends, more experiences, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Just start writing down the more. And then once you have got your rhythm there and you're kind of like running out of what you want more of in life. And again, this is across every area. And, you know, maybe it's like better podcasts to listen to. Um and maybe it's like a career change. There's no rules here, just more of. And then what do you want less of? Like, what is it that you are happy to, or you really desire letting go of in your life? Is it things like less, um, less routine, less structure, less drama, less, um, conflict? Do you want less, of like wasting your time on your phone, all of like anything that comes up for you. Again, no rules. Just what is it that you really desire less of? Once you feel like you've got a decent list for each and there's a variety of things, move to step number two, which involves now grouping your wants and your um, not wants <laughs> in into categories. So what I mean by that is in your more list, have a look through and maybe you do this with different colored pens or symbols or you create new lists again, whatever works, or you just circle them. Um, but start grouping the things that are written down. So what I mean by that is say on your list of however many things, you've got freedom, excitement, and adventure written down separately, you could probably group those together. You know, you could group excitement with adventure, with freedom, um, or new experiences or travel or whatever. So have a look and do the same with your less list because you might find, oh, there's a bit of a theme here. Like I'm wanting less contact with some people in my life, or I'm wanting less work pressure or whatever it is. So just group them together. Now you might end up having only two groups, or you might end up having like six groups and the groups don't need to make sense to anyone other than you. But once you do have those groups, I want you to think of them as like little collections and assign themes to those groups. So it could be, 
you know, we'll stick with the example from above. If you put freedom, excitement and adventure together in one group on the more side and keep the group separate. So you've got your more groups and your less groups. You might assign the word spontaneity to that group. Um, and in the less, like you might realize you just want less conflict or less work exhaustion. Just give each little category its own theme. And once you've done that, Number three, and I think number three is perhaps the trickiest of the three steps. The first two are pretty simple. Um, Number three is all about sacrifice and systemize. Okay, so we all know um, people that will tell us and like lots of media outlets that tell us that you can have it all. You know, you can have everything. You just have to be better, like be better and you can have everything. And I just kind of think it's bullshit. Like we have to define what everything is for us in our current season. And we have to be okay with sometimes letting other areas of life slip a little bit. You know, I think that that's probably a more realistic approach, but anyway, Number three is about sacrifice and systemizing. So sacrifice isn't like a super sexy word, but it's an important word because I think actively and intentionally working out what it is that you're willing to sacrifice to either have more of or less of certain areas in life is important. It's putting you in the driver's seat and it's also realistic because you might be saying that you want less um, – less social commitments, which I don't know if anyone's feeling that right now with COVID, but perhaps you're like, you know what? I'm sick of having my weekends completely full with social commitments. So a sacrifice that you might have to make is having those uncomfortable conversations with friends and saying, no, thanks. I'm not going to do that. Or making a, um, you know, a sacrifice that maybe you don't get to be involved in a committee that you're involved in because you have identified that you actually want less of that. And while there's a part of you that enjoys that commitment, it's really much more of something that you want less of. And the more of is going to align with one of your themes. So what are the sacrifices that you are willing to make in order to lean towards either some of your more items or your less items. And systemize is all about what can you do to increase the odds of actually having some more of what you want more of and less of what you want less of. So again, sacrifice, not a very sexy word. Systemize, maybe even less, like maybe even less appealing. But systemize is about creating some statements or some personal boundaries. It's really about boundaries um, that are going to help you to achieve those things. So the system might be say that you really want more freedom, that you book in every second Sunday, you have nine till 2 p.m. completely for yourself. You know, you talk to your partner if you're in a relationship or your support network if you're not, and you say, you know what, I need this pillar for me. Like I need to know that I have that booked in for myself. So yeah, I am going to sacrifice a little bit of time with the family or I am going to sacrifice time with my friends because I have identified how much I crave independence and freedom. So that's a system. It's a system actually putting it in the calendar. 
Or maybe your system is like you really want less eating food that makes you feel shitty, you know? So your system could be that you do your groceries online and you don't allow yourself to add those things to your basket or maybe change the portion sizes, you know? Like if you're finding it hard to stop at a row of chocolate, maybe you buy the pre-portioned like smaller chocolates and that's a system, you know? So systems don't have to be this massive procedure, but it's like, huh, what are the things I can put in place here? You know, if one of your more items is that you want more exercise, what's a system? Is a system for you organizing a walk with a friend or committing to an online workout class and then you're making sure that you're putting your clothes out the night before? There really are endless options here, but just have a little bit of a think about both of those two words and what they mean for your more or less. And again, so important to decide what having it all means for you. You know, you get to choose what having it all means, choose your top priorities, work out your values, get the blueprint program because it will absolutely help with identifying your values. Um, And again, with your systems, it might be like, huh, I just need to work on my habits a little bit. And we talk about habits in the blueprint as well, because forming new habits is actually easier than it seems at first. And it's less about repetition. And there are so many other elements like habit stacking and celebration that are really important when it comes to that as well. But I just think this is a fun little exercise, sometimes confronting to do, to sit down and really check in with yourself, to turn down that noise that we all have going on in our life and just ask yourself at your core, what is it that you need or desire less of and what is it that you truly truly want more of in this life and how can you do it now this is not about perfection at all that's why it's like more or less you're not saying I'm 100% never going to do this thing again or I'm 100% going to commit to this thing but it's just awareness you know checking in with yourself and I think it is just such a gift to pause turn inwards rather than turning outwards to ask the world. You know, the world is always telling us how we should be, what we should do, what we need. And it's like, you know what? Maybe I don't need to meditate every single day. Maybe what I need is more laughter and more fun, whatever it is for you. But anyway, if you enjoyed this episode, please do let me know um, by jumping over to our Frey Facebook group, or you can always find me over on Instagram and all of the handles for social media are in our show notes. And if you're feeling up to it, feel free to let me know what it is you want more of and less of. Thank you for listening team. This is what I want. This is what I need. If you don't have to go, I can set you free. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.